Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! We have made it to deadline week. Trade deadline is just a few days away. The rumors are still flying. We got our first big trade on Sunday, and I'm giving CJ credit for calling it, kind of. Kind of <laughs> called it, CJ. I'm going to give you credit, though. Hmm. We're going to tell you what that is on this episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I am your host, Dick Schultz, alongside my aforementioned partner, former Bulls Benchbob member and Tennessee Vols, CJ Watson. CJ, we've made it. It's going to be exciting this week, I feel like. The first big trade happened on Sunday, and I'm really hoping this kind of starts a trend. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about it and excited to see how Kyrie manages and, and plays in Dallas and see what else uh, happens before the trade deadline ends. That's right. Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick, things I didn't think I'd say a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good – I think the Nets got a really good return on it. We're going to break it break it all down, what it means you know, on paper and in reality. There's a lot of layers to this trade. There's mm-hmm. a lot to get to. We'll get to all of it. After I tell you about our great partners, betonline.ag, betonline remains the number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, USC, MMA, and more. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports leagues and events. The big game is coming up in less than a week. Kansas City and Philadelphia, it's going to be a great game in Phoenix. All the props, including the coin toss, everything is over at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. By the way, I'm taking tails as I did the last two years and lost two years in a row. So uh, I'm due, right? That's what I'm taking for the big game. Also, we have an official shop of the network, official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com. The guys do a great job putting out all kinds of stuff to support all the shows on the network, and there's a growing list of shows. The official t-shirt of our program, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, at shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter bio. CJ, you predicted a big move with this trade deadline, because we've been talking about it. it has been eerily quiet. And all of a sudden, it wasn't, because Shams decided to jump off the top rope and say that Kyrie Irving is going to Dallas. Here are the full details of that trade. And the full details I think are important because I I think it's a win for the Nets too. Like, yeah, you're giving up Kyrie, but Kyrie's going to Dallas along with Marquise Morris, by the way, which that was, it feels like kind of a salary match type of situation. The Nets get Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first round pick, which if you're keeping score, that is six years from now. And (laughs) the Nets, or the Mavericks, excuse me, 2027 and 2029 second round picks. Your reaction to that trade, because that that happened fast. Yeah, it went, it went real fast. Uh, I think it went faster because maybe the Nets uh, heard him reports that the Nets didn't want to offer Kyrie a contract extension, you know, uh, things of that nature. And maybe he just wanted out because he didn't uh, feel like he was treated correctly. So, but uh, I think both teams wanted this. Uh, the Nets definitely can 
uh, prepare for the future with these draft picks. And maybe after this, KD wants out next and he goes wherever he goes. Uh, but I think Dallas is still going to be a contender in the in the West and it's going to be, you know, more competitive and it's definitely going to make Dallas better. And Luca's getting that other superstar to pair him with it. So we'll see how it works out. Yeah, that's like, it's interesting for both sides. I want to start with the Dallas side because we've been talking a lot about it's Luca, Luca, Luca. There, there's not many yeah. others. I mean, you got Tim Hardaway who can shoot. I think Christian Wood's a good player. Yeah. You don't have that other superstar type. You don't yeah. have that other dude. You've got a certified dude in Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. And I think that pairing in the backcourt, I mean, on paper, and I mean, I keep saying on paper just because we know with, with Kyrie, there's, you know, off the court, not really issues, but just drama, it feels like, that can kind of yeah. get in the way. But on paper to me, that best backcourt in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, easily. Yeah, definitely one of the best. It's going to be interesting to see how J.K. uses him. Um I'm not a fan to to watch Luca or Kyrie just stand there and dribble the ball 20 times and then you know get a shot up. Uh, I want to see some movement, see how he, uh, what kind of plays he draws up to get them into action and uh, get them into ISO situations. But like I said, it's going to be interesting to see. I just don't want to see him at the top of the key or on the on the wing just dribbling and going to the bag and going to all their their uh, their moves and stuff like that, which is great to see. But you know we want to see. I want to see movement. I want to see other players get involved and other players touch the ball. You know, just get the ball moving from side to side. Right. And I think that's where like a guy like Kyrie is going to help distribute a little more. Luca obviously can pass it too. And the interesting thing here, Dallas right now tied for the sixth spot in the Western conference with Minnesota. But I want to say they have the tiebreaker, I guess, by winning percentage. They are, they are literally the winning percentage. They are 0.001 points ahead of the Timberwolves. <laughs> that's hilarious. So to me, it looks like Dallas could be primed to maybe make a run, depending on what Phoenix does. You've heard the Clippers come up. Sacramento, I mean, they got blown out Sunday night. Like, I, I think Dallas could be gearing up. That, that They're one of my sleeper teams anyway. But yeah, now yeah. you're adding Kyrie Irving? <laughs> yeah, it just adds another dimension. Like you said, Luka gets that superstar that he always, not, I don't say he always wanted, but someone who can take the pressure off of him and doesn't have to be on his back every night. He has to score 60 or get a triple-double. So Kyrie can relieve a lot of that pressure. And he's he's been there before. He's made big shots. He's won championships. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that how it works out. This was not a twist I expected on this week's episode of Shark Tank either with Mark Cuban. That's a, there's a lot of personalities there now, yeah. Kyrie and Mark Cuban, but hey, he, he's in. That's That was, I didn't see that coming necessarily. Yeah. I really thought he was going to LA, but then you look at the return that the Nets got. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie started in Brooklyn. Wasn't yeah. he part of the recruitment to get Kyrie to Brooklyn in the first place? Did I read that? I think, I think something like that. Yeah, he's a big piece. And I think he, I was reading his Twitter. I follow him on Twitter. And he's like, uh, when Sham says time to go home, it's time to go home. <laughs> I, saw that. I saw that too. Like, so that that part, like, okay, now Spencer Dinwiddie is going back to Brooklyn. And rumor it, rumors are flying that he might not stay in Brooklyn. They might try and flip right. him again, which, okay, yeah. if they're going to flip him again, Arturis, get on the phone. I mean, that's right. the guy, I, that's the type of guy I would want. Yeah. If, if looking from a Bulls perspective. Like, I mean, we haven't talked much Bulls in the first six minutes here, but still, <laughs> that, that's the type of guy, if he's if he's on the market, I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, say, yeah, he, sure. say he stays there, and you've got Dorian Finney-Smith, and you got picks past where Lucas' contract ends. Yeah. To me, the Nets came out of this just fine, and obviously depends on what KD decides to do, if he decides to do anything. But yeah. as we sit here right now, I mean, it's February 6th, one fifteen Central Time. The Nets are in a good spot with this. I don't think they got worse. I think they might have gotten even better in the long term. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, they got picks in it. Um, like you said, they got better. And I think it all depends now on what KD wants to do and if he wants to stay or if he wants to leave. Um, but they definitely have some pieces to build around. And you still have one of the best players in the world, KD. So uh, whenever he's on your team, you still got a shot. Now, this is my pitch to trade candidates, to free agent candidates. 
if you want a roommate in Chicago, I'm moving back. I, if you want a roommate, I'm available. I mean, right. KD, I got, I got you. Like, if you want to yeah. come to Chicago, I mean, we'll take you. Like, I, I'd be, I'd be perfectly fine. I don't think the Bulls have the capital to do that. It would start with Zach Levine and Brian right. Windhorst. I mean, literally, as we were coming on here, said on a podcast he doesn't think Zach Levine's getting traded. So that's me. I mean, I dream big. I told you right. that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm swinging for the fences here. Right. I, I'm very curious to see what KD decides to do. And one last thing on the ripple effects of this Kyrie move. I really thought he was going to the Lakers. You heard a lot of smoke yeah. there, a lot of rumors that was supposedly his preferred destination. And then Joe Sy, the owner of the Nets, basically said, yeah, we're not sending you where you want to go. Yeah. But even, even if that's not the case, he didn't go to L.A. What does this mean for the Lakers to miss out on Kyrie? Um, I don't know. The Lakers, I think that was their only shot to really get a, another superstar that they want and that they need that can really help this team. Um, I don't know where they go from here. I think um, they either – don't make a move or they just stand pat and just let LeBron, you know, break the record and continue to, you know, break, break every record <laughs> and uh, see what happens. But I think that was the the one superstar that they kind of had their eye on that can really help this team and really get them to championship uh, competition back, in, back into it. That would have been the big swing that they needed. They feel like they yeah. need a big move and they needed that big splash and, Man, swinging and missing. And then LeBron, LeBron quoted Taylor Swift on Twitter after that. Like that was mm-hmm. what a, it was a crazy day in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, like, a lot of drama going on. <laughs> welcome to deadline week, man. This everybody's is, in their feelings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dead deadline week, free agency week. You get these similar mm-hmm. types of things. That's what makes the NBA like in the off season. There is no off season either because there's right. always something going on. And I never yep. thought I'd be talking about LeBron quoting Taylor Swift on a podcast. But I mean, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> 2023, man. We're off to we're off to a roaring start. <laughs> and before anybody says anything with, you know, there's rumors about Russell Westbrook in LA, keep him. He's he's one. I'm taking the roommate offer away. I, yeah, yeah. Stay out of Chicago. I don't want, I don't want Russ with you the don't Bulls. Russ. I don't think, I don't think it'd be a good fit. <laughs> if, you, if they're going to keep, they're going to keep this roster together. And obviously if you're going to get Russ, you've got to give up something big. Yeah. If you're going to try and keep this unit together, especially with Zach and Damar, I want Russell Westbrook nowhere near. I don't want him in the state of Illinois. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you know, like I said, if you don't make any moves, you want to stand pat and just try to, Continue to build the chemistry with this team, build the continuity, and uh, build the confidence with this team uh, from from coaching all the way down to the players. Now, let me be clear. I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. If they do nothing, I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah. They need to do something. I mean, just yeah. bring in somebody. Now, don't they've been connected to uh, Willie Hernan Gomez in New Orleans. I heard that connection this morning when I woke up. Don't trade for him. Might be a buyout guy. Don't give up too much. Yeah. Like, don't give up too much for someone like that. Like that's yeah, not yeah. what I'm saying. Don't make a desperation move, but right, yeah. do something, please. Yeah, just just like you said, don't make a move just to say you made a move. You know, make a uh, uh, a feasible move, something that's going to help your team get better. You know, and uh, if now not not in the present, but also in the future. So hopefully they they make a move and hopefully they do something to make this team better and still uh, be competitive for the playoffs. You know, there are people who are dreaming bigger than I do, and that's crazy to think someone's dreaming bigger than me. People are talking about, oh, go get Damian Lillard. I think that was Kevin Garnett. That like that wasn't yeah. just a fan. That was Kevin Garnett that said, oh, yeah, right. Damian Lillard to be a good fit on this team. Portland's not going to trade Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's I not. Mean, it's not happening. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to give up the farm, and you don't have any draft picks to give up anyway because you gave them all to Orlando. Like, yeah. <clears> it, that's not going to happen. And speaking of Dame, he dropped forty. I was nervous about that Blazers game. The Bulls have won two straight games, by the way. They beat the Hornets one fourteen ninety eight. And then Zach and Dame went mano a mano. Bulls came out on top, 129-121. Bulls didn't have Caruso in that game. I was nervous about yeah. that when I got when I found that out. Dame had 40, Zach had 36. 
They kept leaving Anthony Simons open in the corner. And I swear <laughs> if it happened one more time, I was throwing my shoe at the TV. They yeah. kept, they kept doing it. They kept falling for that screen. And there's Simons, the best three point shooter in the league in the right. corner, wide open. <laughs> like, yeah. it, so they're two games in a row. They won. And I mean, they're still in the play in conversation too. They're the nine seed right now, game back of Atlanta, game and a half back in New York for the seven spot. Like they're in a good spot if you want to make the playoffs this year. And that seems to be the goal. And I've, there's info from Shams that I'll tell you about in just a second too. But even with this, this roster is still not perfect. Go make a move. Yeah. If I, if Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be on the market, the Nets are going to flip him again. I definitely think that's the type of guy you go get. Yeah, it's definitely a scoring guard that you can uh, play at either position. Um, definitely uh, capable defensively. Um, and like I said, he's experienced. He's been there before. He can. He makes big shots. I've seen him make a lot of big shots. Uh, game-winning shot, so something the Bulls can need and uh, just sort of relieve the pressure off of Zach or Demar in case they're they're still there or whatever. But he's definitely one of those guys that has to be on top of that list to to add to this team. No, he's not like your true point guard type, the one I've been uh, yeah, kind yeah. of pounding my chest about. Yeah, but I think what I'm looking for with it, I don't want another Lonzo. You're not going to get another Lonzo. Like right. you're not going to get someone that good. But to me, Spencer Nidwitty is the type of guy, like you said, if well, hopefully when. Lonzo comes back if Dinwiddie's here long term, he can slide to the other guard spot and still be effective. And then you can yeah. you can have two guys control the pace. And to me, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, yeah. I think now nowadays, you know, the NBA is positionless. You know, you can have your four be your point guard or your three or your center even. So I think uh, just put the players on the court and let them figure it out. I, I, I just I'm all for just putting five of the best players on the court and. Uh, not naming positions and just go out there and let them play. You know, um, I think that's the best uh, antidote for success. You know, Stacy always says there's five Javantes, there's five Caruso's out there. Like you can right, make yeah. that happen. Yeah, but you can. <laughs> I mean, I, I still think even in the era of positionless basketball, you need someone who can control the tempo yeah, yeah. and make that make, make the damn entry pass to Vucevic when he's open in the paint. Right. I mean, my just, God, that happens too much. That's just middle school basketball, you know, pivot, uh, pump fake pass, things we used to learn in middle school that we thought were stupid that really make a difference. <laughs> There's a reason I didn't play past sixth grade. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I gave that up. I, I held a clipboard the rest of my life, right. and I've sat behind a microphone ever since. Right. I, I still think you need a guy who controls the pace. So when I, when I keep saying I don't have a name for, like, a point guard guy, yeah, yeah go inquire about Spencer Dinwiddie, please. And I just enjoy saying his name. But yeah, yeah. Go, and, go at least inquire. I mean, make him tell yeah. you no. Right, yeah, you got to just test the waters and see. Um, you never know uh, what you don't know unless you ask. Now, my middle school teacher told me there's no such thing as a stupid question. So, you know, just go out there and ask and see what see what they say. You know, my mom's a teacher too, and sometimes I, I, I think there are stupid questions, but it's right, very, sure, very yeah. rare. It's very, very rare. Like, will the Bulls ever be consistent? Stupid question. They're not going to be. Like, right. okay, that's an exaggeration, but you get my point. Like, I mean, they've won two games in a row. I got that football on my site. Keep with the Charlie Brown analogy. I'm, I'm, right. I'm right there. They're going to, like, if they get that third row over San Antonio, I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> no, they're they're going to win against San Antonio. I feel it. I, I hope you're right. This podcast drops afterwards. So, one. You're, one of us is going to be right. One of us is going to be wrong. But, you know, we talk about adding guards, and Shams went out with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000 last week. And uh, Elias Schuster over at Bleacher Nation does a great job transcribing this. Here, Here's what he said, because we you hear the calls to blow this thing up, and we've been adamant all year outside of the one instance with frustration with the Timberwolves game when you get 150 points in a game. We're, they're not going to blow this up. So yeah. that seems to be the sense <clears throat> from Shams. Here's what he told Waddle and Sylvie. I'm um, quoting here. I've heard they're trying to be more active in other ways. I've heard they're trying to go get guard help in the trade market. They're holding out on that hope that Lon, uh, about Lonzo. 
but they have been active in the marketplace, trying to go get a guard out there and see if they can get some help for this group. I've heard that more than I've heard, hey, they're shopping Zach or shopping Damar. So that's from Shams, who, I mean, yeah. he's dialed in as anybody. Right. It sounds like kind of what we've been thinking, that they're going to go get a guard. Yeah, yeah. That's, like you said, that's what they need. They need a leader on this team, someone to control the pace, control the tempo, and get the guys, get the scorers the ball in the position that they need it in. And like you said, get boots the ball um, on the post. So I think definitely they need another guard and something maybe the younger players can still learn from them. Um, but still get the experience of playing also. Yeah, and I'm very curious to see how the market shapes up here in the next couple of days because the Bulls, have they got a back-to-back before the deadline. So yeah. you got that, you got other teams that might be – there are a lot of teams that are really interesting. The Bulls are one of them because they don't know what they're going to do. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they're either going to do nothing or they're going to trade an all-star. They're going to do – I don't know what they're going to do. It's impossible to predict. You got the yeah. Raptors who, okay, they could be in position to buy. They could be in position to sell. Like, there are a lot of interesting teams. And – You've got the Kevin Durant domino out there now with Kyrie gone. What's he going to decide to do in yeah. the next three days? What are the Nets going to decide to do with him? Like, there's so much in the air right now. It's so tough to predict. Yeah, so much uncertainty, you know, and uh, this is a great thing about the NBA, but also the the crazy thing about it, it gives you a headache. You don't know what your favorite team or what your team is going to do. So all you can do is just guess and speculate and just wait like everyone else at the deadline and see if moves are to be made or if you're just going to, you know, stand pat. I mean, it's just, it gives me a headache, especially when you're up and down so much. Like you can right. the highest to highs, the lowest to lows within yeah. three days. Like yeah. I get whiplash. <laughs> this, right. this, this, this team gives me a headache anyway. <laughs> you know, we're we're gonna keep monitoring. I don't know what's gonna happen until the deadline. Um, we'll we're gonna do a show sometime after the deadline. We're still to be determined on that. But either way, we're gonna have a reaction at the end of the week to either they do nothing, they do everything. I don't know. But someone else I want to talk about, and this is within the organization, I think they can get some help. I want to run this by you. There's an undrafted free agent on a two-way contract. His name's Carly Jones out of Louisville. He's scoring at a very high level for Windy City. 26.8 points a game, seven assists per game. He's shooting 44% from three, by the way, in 10 games. He's, again, he's on the two-way deal. He's He put up 40 couple games. He dropped 30-something recently. Why not move a guy up, like move up a guy like that? because you need scoring help. You need someone who can pass it. He does yeah. both. Yeah, you, you got to look in, in all areas, uh, whatever is feasible for your team, and I guess financially stable doesn't put your team in a burden. Um, there's a lot of hidden gems in the in the G League. Um, I was I was one of those people. Uh, I came from the – it was called the D League when I played, so um, I don't know exactly what I was averaging, but I was averaging close to some like his numbers, and uh, the Warriors called me up and gave me a chance. So I think there's definitely – a spot for for guys like that, like guys are working hard in the G League, trying to get that call up to play in the NBA, which is their dream. So you definitely got to take a long look at him and see if he helps your team. Now, how do you handle yourself when you're doing that? Like you're scoring at a really high level at the at the D League, G League, yeah. And you know the team, there, there's a need there, and you're doing this. Like you just sit, you just kind of like hurry up and wait type of situation, or do you just kind of stay the course? Uh, you just stay the course. You just pretty much all you can do is just know when your number is called. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it was up to me. I would be got uh, called up, you know, the first day. <laughs> but uh, me and my agent, uh, quick story, uh, me and my agent uh, kept calling me and he kept saying this team is interested. I was like, just don't call me anymore until someone wants to actually call me up. And uh, I didn't talk to him for a whole month. And I uh, had a couple of good games, had a couple of 40 point games. And then the, the Warriors called me up. And that's the first time I heard from him like in a month. So, you know, it's definitely talent down there. You just got to find it. Now, when you got called up, what kind of were the Warriors in like a win now type? Were they? I don't remember where they were when you got uh, that were, call up. 
Yeah, they're actually in a, a win now. They want to relieve Baron Davis because he was injured, so they just wanted to give him some rest here and there. Um, I think we missed the playoffs by one game that that year. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was definitely there in the win now mode because before that they um went to the playoffs and beat Dallas. No, yeah, beat Dallas the eighth, the eighth as a as a one seed. So it was definitely they were trying to get better, but uh, we just didn't make it. <laughs> So it's kind of like a similar situation to what the Bulls are in right now. Kind of like in that yeah. middle, you want to win, but you're struggling. Yeah, right? like, yeah. you might not find the uh, trade that you want out there, you know, in the trade uh, trade market. And it's, it's a lot cheaper to, you know, to call up a G League player. So and uh, if you can get a lot of productivity out of them, then that's that's good for you. Now, the, the clause here with the two-way contracts, there's a certain amount of games. Right. That they can play. It's not like a two-way contract. This is not like in baseball where you can call a guy up from AAA and keep right. them there. No, there, right. there's you play a certain amount of games at the G League, a certain amount of games in the NBA if you want to. Like mm-hmm. you've just got the option there. So this is not a permanent solution by yeah. any means, unless you want to take off the two way contract and give him like a veteran, a league minimum or something. Right. I don't know how all that works. I, I still the two way contract still new. I think yeah, I yeah. kind of learned it on the fly because uh, Milt Doyle from Loyola, what he signed one with the Nets by right. sophomore year. So I'm yeah. like learning this well like i'm I'm learning the college landscape and i'm learning what two-way contracts are right, yeah like there's a lot to it but to me like if you bring him up for a couple games just to see how he does i have, I have no problem with giving the young guys a shot yeah yeah for sure and then you can see like if he does well you know and uh those numbers match up you want to bring him out for long term then you definitely can do that you have that option so it doesn't hurt to, to bring him up to see what he does see what he can do and then uh see how he helps the team and like i said eventually down the road if you want to keep him up for good you just got to make that choice now, there is a reason for, like, you don't have to con- worry about a team poaching him because a two-way contract, you're in with that team. Like, right. this is not a G League contract where anyone can pick you up. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, another guy from Loyola, uh, Dante Ingram, was he signed a G League contract with one team and he ended up with another team. Like, right. that, th- a two-way contract, he's locked in with the Bulls. I'm not worried about yeah. him going anywhere, but I just want to give the kid a shot. I mean, yeah, especially, yeah. look at, I mean, those numbers, I, it's 10 games, but it's, better than what you got now <laughs> yeah yeah those are those are great numbers like i said um, um whatever he's being productive he's uh, winning games he's you know improving i'm sure so why not just call him up and see what he can do and you know and then go from there like we've been pounding the table for dale and terry to get minutes and he got rotational minutes the other day against portland and he the analogy i saw from julia poe at the tribune was <laughs> perfect dale and terry looks like the puppy dog trying to grow into his feet right playing a little too fast. He's got to yeah. adjust to the speed of the game, but he's still, you can see the potential there. So maybe that's why he hasn't been getting those rotational minutes. Billy sees something that yeah. we don't, he's been down, he's been up and down with the G league too. But I mean, the types of guys like that, give the young guys a shot. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to give them some experience. That's the whole thing about the NBA is a uh, experience and playing with confidence. I think, you know, obviously coach Donovan's, is seeing more than what we're seeing. So he definitely has an eye for that. So I think, but at the end of the day, experience is teaches is, is the best teacher in my personal opinion. So why not just let these guys get out there and see what you got and that also helps you for the future. And that's the struggle of like, if you're wanting to make the playoffs in the position you're in now, you're in the play-in tournament. You got to be careful giving these guys that experience because you want to win these games. You're not, yeah, yeah. you're not <laughs> playing for experience. You're playing to win. So it's a tough balance. Sure. It is. And that yeah. goes to the makeup of the roster, which make a move. And that way you can get yourself some garbage time. Blow right. out a couple teams, get some garbage time in there instead of having every game be close and you're coming back from 21 points down. 
Right. Yeah. Or blowing leads. <laughs> or blowing a twenty-one point lead. <laughs> Done that twice in the last month. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough. It's a catch twenty-two. <laughs> it is, and that's why I don't envy Billy Donovan at all. All these calls for Billy Donovan's job, and oh, I know that I know the extension. I have my I very vocal about the fact that it was as secret as it was. Like yeah. the secret extension he got. Everybody's everybody's ripping him and calling for his head. He's playing the hand he's dealt, man. I keep I, I, I like a weekly thing. I keep saying that. That's why yeah. this week is so crucial. Go make a move. Go shock the league and go make a big splash or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Help the help the coach. Like you said, he's dealt the he's been playing and doing the best he can with the, the hand he's been dealt. So I think uh he's doing the best he can and he's probably getting more out of this group than probably any coach I think would. <laughs> I'm full of the movie references. Like it's it's is it Jerry Maguire, the help me help you. I cannot believe I just right. referenced Jerry Maguire, but you got to. Like that's one of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would go that far. But I mean it's good. Don't get me wrong. I would Oh man, I'm a I'm a movie guy. <laughs> but you know, it's the old help me help you. AK and Billy Donovan have to have that. You know, you AK's gotta help Billy so Billy can help AK. Like yeah. I mean, there's there's a reason Arturus Karnashovis was a finalist for executive of the year. Like yeah. he he takes the big swings. Does he sometimes take two biggest swings? Maybe. He's only been in the job a couple of years, but right. it's a it's a balance. And that's why Thursday, three o'clock Eastern, two o'clock central, like that is such a key time because these next three days, you got a back to back in there. You're going to learn a lot about the front office. Yeah, yeah. They, they should be on the phones, you know, dialing up, making calls, making and it moves. It sounds like they are. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make moves, see what, see what opportunities are out there and uh, see what makes, uh, makes the best uh, fit for this team. Like what I gathered from Shams on the radio was they're on the phones. We just don't know what they're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Obviously, the guard's a need. Like, that's, I mean, we can all see that. So, like, yeah, they're talking about a guard and, like, you're going to get that out of them. But all we know is that Arturs has been on the phone. <laughs> I know yeah. nothing else. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they make a move. They have to. So, I think it's definitely going to be maybe a surprise or a shock to us on, on who it is, maybe. But I, I think they definitely have to make a move. I mean, Mark J. Spears was on NBA Today right after Kyrie requested the trade and was like, oh, hey, uh, people around the league think the Bulls would be a fit. And I was like, no, right. no, 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 hmm. <laughs> it was, uh, just, I just watched this episode of how I met your mother. What, what, when Robin thinks Ted's proposing to her, her response is no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You can't do this to me. No, no, right. no. Yeah. That was me. When I heard right. that from Mark J Spears, I'm like, please God, no. And luckily yeah. he's going to Dallas, but yeah, like, I don't want that big a swing unless it's Kevin Durant, future roommate, but right, yeah. you know, I, that, uh, unless it's him, be careful. Just be yeah, careful. You don't want to just make a trade just to say you make a trade. You got to make sure all the pieces fit, uh, all the personalities, you know, try and fit. And right. uh, it, it kind of, you know, makes your team better in the end, not not worse. Yeah. And I just want, I want this team to get better. And they're still like, that's why the problem with the call to blow it up. They're in that playoff conversation. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what route they decide to go. Please just do something. Don't do nothing. Don't sit on your hands, please. It yeah. sounds like they're trying to do something. It's a matter of, know who's out there i mean right yeah that's what i'm saying yeah the the one i'm latching on to if the if the nets want to flip dinwiddie again get on the phone make a call make it happen that's the that's one of those guys like you go get it but you know we're gonna learn a lot next couple days again deadline is thursday two o'clock central three o'clock eastern we will have some kind of reaction for you either thursday night or friday uh just depends on schedules and everything but either way Big couple days here. There are basketball games too. They got the Spurs Monday night. They got the, I think it's the Grizzlies coming up on Tuesday, a back-to-back. 
And then, oh, by the way, uh, on Thursday, you know who the Bulls play? Speaking of Brooklyn, yeah, that's who they play Thursday night <laughs> on, the, on deadline day. Right. You got the Nets on TNT, so on national TV, on the road, on deadline day. Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> Nothing could go very, wrong there. Very interesting. <laughs> oh, yes. We're going to see if Kevin Durant's still with the Nets, too. Right. Um, that's, just, that's the next domino I think we're going to see. Yeah, but you know, we'll be all over it. We'll have a reaction for you at the end of the week. It's a wrap for today's episode of Believe in Bulls on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus just in time for the big game. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen 98, the last dance shop.believe.com. CJ, we're going to have a big show at the end of the week. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to have some kind of show. We're going to talk about something. A few trades here and there, you know, something, nothing much. More movie, maybe some more movie references. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta watch some more movies so I can uh, outdo you. <laughs> I quote a lot of movies. <laughs> half the things I say on here are movie quotes. I'm gonna be, be straight up and down with you. The best writers borrow from others. <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll start reciting all of like, you know, Shawshank or something because I'll be wanting to be like Andy Dufresne getting out of, getting out of Shawshank. I'm trying to get out, the Bulls trying to get out of, purgatory here right yeah. <laughs> i'll start spouting off but either way we'll have we'll have a reaction for you later this week enjoy the basketball at least and enjoy the drama all the rumors it's getting louder it's gonna be fun see you yep. later in the week for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.